0: Let's talk about the power of divine breadcrumbs today. This is an expression that I started using to describe what I was noticing back in 2013, right before starting my business. I had finally, if you've listened to episode one, by the way, then you hear a little bit of this where I share my story and how I got started. But just to catch you up, Cliff's Notes version, I finally started waking up before the sound of the baby monitor jolted me to consciousness. At the time, Bryson was like 14 months old or so which is exactly how old Deacon is now. And honestly, I'm not even back into this habit yet, but I know that I want to get back to this habit because it was so powerful to actually set an alarm maybe 30 minutes before he would normally wake up so that I could go downstairs with a pen and a paper and an intention of just being open to inspiration. So powerful probably why I've resisted it <laughs> so much. Cause so much was stirred up at that point that it then kept me busy, you know, for the last four years, but it's about divine breadcrumbs. And what I mean by that, it's like, you know, the breadcrumb trail, like old school internet, where you would see the links that you would click to get to the page where you are now, or, you know, like legit, actual, literal, physical breadcrumbs, leaving a trail and a path to where you're meant to go. Divine breadcrumbs to me are those signs, nudges, messages of encouragement that light you up, like what other people see in you as your unique value, strengths, gifts, and talents that are like, whoa, this is cool. This doesn't come naturally to everybody. You're really good at this. And I'm not talking about divine breadcrumbs. Like, If it's something that you're like, "Mm, yeah, but I really don't like doing that, that's not one of the divine breadcrumbs. The divine breadcrumbs are the ones when somebody reflects back to you something that you're like, yeah, you're right. I am I am really good at this. So for me, that first round of divine breadcrumbs, for example, like starting a business around communication, I was noticing, oh yeah, it was weird for me to be the one who always wanted to volunteer to go first when it was public speaking class, you know, and it was like I wanted to go first when it came time for presentations. Other people would want to like stay home sick because they didn't want to give their presentations and I really enjoyed it. Divine breadcrumbs that I will always remember. Dr. Witt at TCU, I gave a presentation in our gender communication class, or maybe it was an intercultural communication class. My presentation was on gender communication. And he was like, Nikki, I mean, I knew you were good, but you were great on your feet. Or when I would do a blog post on stories from a screensaver, just my personal blog that I started for fun, and I would have friends messaging me and commenting and saying, I love everything you write. When are you going to write a book? Or when I was volunteering at Pearl Harbor, at the Pearl Harbor Visitor Center, and I wasn't even an official employee of the National Park Service yet, but they were like, hey, Nikki, we've got to redo this video for the grand reopening of the theaters, and we were wondering if you would want to read the intro. And so, you know, I didn't just read that intro. I was downstairs in the bathroom practicing out loud in front of the mirror. And Jeremy was making fun of me for it. I was like, look, this is public speaking. Even though it's to a camera, I want to really be comfortable so that I can actually enjoy the delivery of it, which is why people are like, it didn't even look like you were reading a teleprompter. I was like, I wasn't reading a teleprompter, fool. I remembered that because I practiced it so much and I was really comfortable saying it. It's this three-minute talk. I'll link it up in the show notes if you want to watch on YouTube. But if you've ever been to Pearl Harbor in the last seven years... Chances are you've seen my video welcoming you and asking you to silence your cell phone and kind of setting the mood for your visit out to the Arizona Memorial. Those things, divine breadcrumbs, my teaching evaluations in grad school when my students would be like, I was dreading this class, but Nikki made it fun. She made me feel confident being me and sharing my message. Again, hello, hello, divine breadcrumbs leading me to a path. It was like a knock on the head and I say this a lot too, it was like a knock on the head that doing something with this communication, connection, storytelling piece, doing something bigger than what I was doing, at least, it wasn't an option anymore. It was an inevitability. And when, well, now that word sounds weird, but at this beginning phase, I was all excited, like twinkles in my tummy of what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And when I look back at my word doodles and ideas from back in the day. I had all kinds of things because I wanted to do something around motherhood and work and career, you know, because I was still working. I was just working, thankfully, from home most of the time, part-time after I had Bryson. And I was originally drawn to that idea of doing something around moms and work. So hello, full circle to Naptime Empires. I had come up with ideas of something like smoochies and spreadsheets, you know, and just kind of speaking to the realities, always about the realities, never about here's how to do this ladies, but always speaking to the realities of it. So I posted a screenshot of some of those old notes in the Facebook group, but I look back and I just see how full circle it is. Now the downside, and it's not a downside, everything happens for us, right? So everything happened exactly as it needed to happen for me to get the lessons that I needed to get. But then I started to focus on profit clarity and I thought I had to just do whatever was going to make money. And that's legit. That's legit. You know, a business is a business because it's actually making money. Otherwise, it's just a hobby or a jobby, as Rachel calls it in episode six. But I focused so much on, okay, but what do people want to pay for that? Then I totally let that mom life. Like, what are we doing? Piece sit on a shelf for years, literally, even though it was on my heart And then finally last year when it started bubbling back up again, I was like, oh, here we go. Here we go. It's time. Now I understand Naptime Empires. When the idea popped into my brain, again, divine Breadcrumb, I don't even know. I know I say this all the time, but I don't even know where Naptime Empires came from. I wasn't looking for like, okay, I'm going to do a new project. What's it going to be called? It was literally like the name came into my mind. And I told my buddy Tamsin about it. And then I was like, all right, I don't know what it's going to be. And that's when I started exploring it. Finally, out loud in 2016. But divine breadcrumb. And then here we are. And I still don't know what it's going to be. And it may not be my thing forever, but I know that right now in this season of life, speaking to this dynamic and introducing people to each other and to other women, and dads too, ultimately, who are going through this season of like, okay, but I really do. I really do want to have super quality time with my family. And I also love my work and my creations and whatever. I just know that I want to talk to this, like pick it apart and look at it and be like, how are we doing? What are we doing? How do we want to show up? How do we feel about that? So those are my divine breadcrumbs. And I want to encourage you to think about yours. Because when I started my business, I was like, holy crap. It's like we all have money trees in our backyards and we've just been ignoring them because we went on this path of feeling like you go to school, you go to college, you go get a job, you know, you do X, Y, Z, this is the path. And then I realized, whoa, if everybody would actually pay attention to their divine breadcrumbs of what they actually really enjoy doing, what comes naturally to them, not to say everyone needs to be an entrepreneur either. But if everybody would really just pay attention to, not necessarily even look for, but finally like look back and see what the divine breadcrumbs have been this whole time. Imagine that. Imagine a world where we're literally all showing up, doing the work that we were literally created and designed to do, like if we were all showing up in the roles that we shine in best, I mean, hashtag world peace. (laughs) I seriously think everything would be so much more brilliant and amazing and so much easier to, I don't know. I just feel like that's the answer (laughs) divine breadcrumbs and looking for, okay, what are we really good at that we really enjoy? And how can we bring that into our work? So that's what I really want to encourage you to think about if you haven't. And I want to encourage you to think about it even if you already have a business that's going well right now. Especially if you have a business that's going well right now. I encourage you to really think about it because it's not sustainable if it's not something that truly lights you up. And I know that that's hard to think about. But it's true. And this is why I had like a rough go of it in 2016 because I'm like, well, I love helping people with communication. I love helping people find their voice and realize they have their voice. They've had this voice all along. So I love empowering people to use it. But it's truly one slice of the pie. And I've known that from the jump. But again, I focused so much on like what am I actually going to do that's going to make money that I forgot to include all of me and all of what lights me up. And as my friend Susan Ferraro says, you are the value. Another example of a divine breadcrumb, and I mean, honestly, it was like a dinner roll that was thrown right at my face, was earlier this week at the time we're recording this, my friend Carrie Green, they have officially released her book, She Means Business bookstores worldwide or bookshops as she calls it so earlier this week she had an online extravaganza where she had me and a few other ladies on just to talk about our experiences and whatnot and so I was last actually following New York Times best-selling author Gabby Bernstein last in the lineup it was so much fun and I'll link to that in the show notes too so that you can check it out because it was really a great conversation I was in flow if I do say so myself And it was so funny because Jess, who was helping out and moderating, the last question she asked, well, I could see the chat roll. It was moving really quickly. But every now and then I would see something and it'd be like, wait, what's the name of Nikki's book? Wait, what's the name of Nikki's book? Because (laughs) again, it was Carrie's book release. And then I just had come right after Gabby Bernstein, who has like, I don't know, a lot of books. And so it was funny to me because again, I'm seeing these divine breadcrumbs. I just told you that one of my divine breadcrumbs was way back when, when I would write blog posts and my friends would be like, when are you going to write a book? And I've always wanted to write a book. Since I was little, I've always wanted to write a book, and even in grad school, my professors were all encouraging me to go straight through to get my PhD, and I would be like, well, no, I don't want to actually do research. Like, if I got my doctorate, it would literally be just to add credibility to my book jacket when I sell out and take, translate the research to pop culture and go talk about it on the Today Show so that everyday people can understand more about effective communication. As soon as I started my business, I realized, oh, yeah, I can do that. I don't have to have a PhD. Anyone can write a book. And I have so many friends who have written books, self-published, traditionally published and otherwise, which is super inspiring. So I know I want to write a book. Anyway, it was so funny because people were asking, literally assuming that I already had a book. And then the last question in the interview, Jess was like, okay, Nikki, one more question before you go. And it's on video. But she said, one more question before you go. What's your favorite book that you've read on motherhood and entrepreneurship? And I literally felt like it was like a punch to the heart, not a bad punch, a love punch (laughs) to the heart because I was like, oh, this message can't get any clearer. But to write the book that I would love to read, you know, to write the book that I would love to read around motherhood and entrepreneurship. And I don't know exactly what form that's going to take. I know for sure I do want to write a book that incorporates a flavor of naptime empires. And so it was just, again, another recent example of a divine breadcrumb that was thrown right at me. And so, again, I'm saying this to get your gears turning to those comments, those nudges, those encouragements that kind of get your heart to stand at attention. What are those things? They're there. They're there. Whether you choose to see them or not, they're there. And they have always... Been there. The stuff that lights you up, the stuff that you're naturally good at, that's the stuff. That's your magic. You are the value. So, divine breadcrumbs, that's our homework. That's what I want to talk about. And then the other thing I want to talk about I mentioned my buddy Susan Ferraro, and she's freaking amazing. And I seriously feel like everyone in the world needs to go through the work that she's doing. But for now, it's just for ladies. (laughs) And so, I'd be really selfish not to share more about what she's up to because literally at this moment she's opening the doors for her program. It's called easy money, like ease hyphen Y, easy money. And I'm not exaggerating to say that it's literally changed my life because I told you, and I've said this again multiple times, 2016, I just felt foggy, off, weird, unclear, honestly muted. Like I put myself on mute. And tangled myself up, like bound myself basically from speaking up. Because I was like, well, what do I even want to talk about? Like, what is my message? I don't even know. So I'm just going to sit here on the sidelines and beat myself up over it. And I was just in a really dark place. And I've known Susan for over three years now. And basically anything she's ever offered. I mean, we first connected because she was offering some free sessions on manifesting stuff. And I was like, I'm curious about this. And so she's been one of my gateways into woo. And so anyway, when she said, and I've worked with her one-on-one as well, and so when she told me about this program, well, I was like, well, yes, duh. Of course, I'm signing up now. This feels like the perfect time. It's time to call in the big guns. I'm really tired of my own junk and my own stories of telling myself that I'm unclear and I don't know what I want to do and blah, blah, blah. Like, I was just really over it. And so she sent me the sales page, and I was like, so It's like you see, I literally just said that, you know, talk about a copy bank. She doesn't need my help with copy. She's really, really good at it because she's just truly writing from hey, this is real, this is who it's for, this is who it's not for. And I was like, dude, you seriously, I literally just said that. (laughs) She's like, I know. So I was like, well, I have to do this because you literally wrote it for me. And then I passed it to a few of my best friends, and they instantly signed up because they were like, oh, dang it, she wrote it just for me too. And that's the power of good copy because it's not even that she's trying to be writing good copy. It's literally just this is exactly who she created this program for. And so I want to invite you. I'm going to create a link. It'll be naptimeempires.com slash flow. And this is a limited time sensitive thing that the program's actually open right now. But it might be evergreen or something if you're listening to this month's into the future. So you can always go to naptimeempires.com slash 015. And I'll have an updated link to whatever it is that she's offering because I will recommend whatever it is that she's offering. Anyway, so she had a free call today and literally like half of us that were on the call, we already went through the program and we were laughing at ourselves because we're like, we've never actually sat through a call where we've already purchased the program, but that's how much we love her and this work. And so it's really just about the core of, it's not even mindset. I'm trying to describe it. It's not even mindset. It's like identity, it's compassion, it's energy, not in the aura sense of the word but like literally what good is a block of two hours to yourself if you are literally exhausted and drained and feeling like poop and you don't have the energy to enjoy it so it's about how to get your spark and your sizzle and your life force back and this is why I have to share it with you now because again while it's open and you may not be ready for it and you may look at the page and be like okay no I'm not ready for this but I literally feel like it's on my heart, and I didn't even record I'm recording it the day that it's going out because it's on my heart to share it. I feel like she's the best-kept secret, and I feel like the work that she's doing, it's ripples right now. That's one of the things that's so cool about Suze is because she's not going to be out there tooting her horn or feeling like, look at me, look at me, flashy pants. It's truly about quality, and hopefully, I seriously hope that it will be quantity one day, and that's why I'm sharing right now. Because the work that she's doing, I feel like it's having these ripple effects that are ultimately going to be like a tsunami. And I know this sounds extreme and whatever, but that's one of my other favorite things about her is that she knows so freaking much because she's lived it, because this program has been so divinely inspired, but she'd be the last one to be like, I'm your guru, you know? She's one of the most self-actualized people that I've ever met, if not the most self-actualized person, but she's not like a look at me, I'm more conscious than you. And the way that she delivers stuff, it's like irreverent and fun, but also super, super deep. And so I wanted to share because working with her has been the most valuable, meaningful work that I've ever done on myself. Legit, some of this work, I would love for my sons to go through it once they're old enough to read and write. I mean, it's for women. It's not for five and one-year-old boys. (laughs) But that's seriously how valuable it is. I just, I want people to know and discover her in the right time. And again, it's not for everybody, but if any of this sounds intriguing to you, then again, go to com slash flow, or just go to the show notes for slash zero one five, And I'll have links there for you. And I'm happy to answer questions if you're in the Facebook group and stuff, because I just really feel like this work is so powerful. Part of me, honestly, is like, well, I kind of just want to work with people who have gone through this because otherwise everything that I'm saying to you is like secondhand because it's all a result of the work that I've done with her. If you've noticed me getting my groove back or my spark or my voice back, I mean, hello, I launched the podcast after sitting on it for months because I finally started to just notice, like, why was I holding back? You know, I'm getting my own spark back, and I really just know that this work will be so powerful for the ladies who take her up on it for this round, and even not, like, she has a bunch of great free videos too. So I will send... Well, I won't send. You have to come get them. (laughs) Go go to Nowtime Empires or join in the Facebook group and I'll be singing her praises there too. But all of this is to say you are the value. You deserve to be able to make money in a way that feels free and like flow to you. And I truly believe this is there for us if we're willing to step up and take it. And those divine breadcrumbs are there. They're there, and maybe this is one of them. Maybe this is one of those nudges, maybe just for self-care, purely self-care, even aside from business purposes, this program and this free workshop is something that you want to check out just out of curiosity. Then trust that gut and trust that nudge because you are the value, and the sooner you can see that and start working through all the gunk that's keeping you from believing that you deserve To be able to make money in a way that feels really great and exciting and expansive and not like an exhausting, draining J-O-B, the better off you'll be, the better off your family will be, the better off everybody will be. So that's that. Either way, Divine Breadcrumbs, they're there. You have something special. You are something, someone special. And I hope you realize that. I would love to hear any ahas that you've got from this episode in the Facebook group, in the playground. Meet me there. I'll talk to you next time. This show may be over, but the conversation is just beginning. Head on over to naptimeempires.com slash Facebook so you can join my free... Wait, did I say free? I mean, priceless, rapidly growing community of Naptime Empire builders for deeper discussions, behind-the-scenes scoop, and of course, updates whenever I've got new stuff coming up for you. naptimeempires.com slash Facebook. See you there. See you next time. Thanks for listening.